Okay. Hi guys. Hey guys. Welcome back to another episode of, of You Guys Can <laughs> of, of It Is What It Is. Um, so today we actually have two really cool guests on our episode with us. Kavya, do you wanna introduce them please? why do you say my name like sorry that? kavya that's how she says my name when she drinks she's like kavya okay but yeah okay <laughs> it's okay um yeah so we have two really great guests and they are these lovely human beings that i met at in university oh my gosh i don't even know where to... you start because you're kavya's okay first. we'll start I'm Anusha. I've known Kavya since my first year and her second year. And the first thing that she said to me oh was, hi, my name is Kavya, like caviar. Oh, I my was God. Like, Kavya. <laughs> I was like, all right, sis. But don't worry, I still like her. Exactly. Um, she decided to be and my friend. I, yeah. And I am the media and promotions coordinator for our website, which is called Raindrops and Pros. Yeah, uh, my name is Avani, and I met Kavya through Anusha, actually. I was having a mental breakdown in my first year at dorm, <laughs> and in Waltz's Kavya, I think you were in your third year at this time. Yeah, I think, <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, and Anusha was in my dorm, and out of nowhere, she's like, hey, do you mind if my friend Kavya stops by? And I was like, yeah, for sure. And then I saw her, and I was like, there's no way that this girl is shorter than me. That's there's so no way. Am I actually? I'm five feet exactly. Wait, I'm five feet I exactly. No, Wait, Avani, no I swear. Feet? I swear, unless you grew, there's no way. <laughs> anyway what you do anyway yeah that's when i first met kavya i am the what do i do you're the creative director i'm a creative director <laughs> and i do editing for all like the written content on our blog so i'm like wade from kim possible i'm like behind the scenes and anusha's you know <laughs> she's the personality so yeah that's us i call her the anna wintour of our website <laughs> <laughs> okay so so tell us a little bit about your website and and what you guys do on there yeah, so literally the way it started one day was I texted Avani and I was like, dude, I want to start a blog. And she was like, dude, me Oh my too. God, I love it. That was... <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even that long ago. Yeah, it wasn't even Mind long you, ago. Probably literally the beginning of August. I'm not wow. kidding. And we learned, mm. we taught ourselves WordPress mm -hmm. and we bought a domain. We did everything and we fully committed. Like we bought the program. Yeah. And we were like, let's just do this. If it doesn't work out in the next year, it's okay, but let's just do it. And I don't know. We just figured like now is the best time because I'm still in university. She's still in university. Mm -hmm. We're both working and stuff, but mm -hmm. like after school, we probably won't have the same motivation to do a side thing like this. That's fair. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, that's how we started. Um, And like pretty much what, I don't know if this was Avani's vision, but like mine was just kind of like you know, changing the narrative of wellness and lifestyle. Because when do you ever see a person of color with a lifestyle mm -hmm. blog? Like, very rarely, right? So that was just kind of like my thing. I was like, oh, I want to like have a platform to share a bunch of things like anti-racism reading lists and like school tips and stuff. And yeah, like she said, I don't know when we would ever get another time to work on this just because... I think now is the best time with like the pandemic and everything to expand Learn on personal projects. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. Plus another thing is that um, we both bring different things to what we're trying to do in that Anusha is much more, I would say, has m more ideas in terms of lifestyle and reaching out to people and collaborating with people. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of like... Um, I've like I've done more articles on mindfulness and stuff like that and we're both really passionate about mental health too but also like the intersectionality of mental health because yeah. like she said like the narrative has been like you know not that many people of color having blogs and stuff like that and so with this one yeah it's lifestyle it's wellness but it's also like how does this apply to us because we're South Asian women? And I think that really That's exactly it. it's a good segue into what we're going to talk <laughs> yeah, about. I know. That was <laughs> awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we're all four South Asian gals and we thought it would be really entertaining to talk about kind of our experiences as a South Asian female specifically. Um, also, 
disclaimer that obviously not everyone has the same experience and we're not trying to like stereotype or generalize anything it's just this is just our experience growing up and i think we briefly talked about some things that we could bring up today but i'm really excited to hear what everyone's individual experiences were with certain things yeah especially because like we all had a different like cultural upbringing too so it'll be really cool to see like how we're really different in that sense but then how there's obviously like so many things that are also in common so yeah it'd be cool yeah i was oh my god i was thinking about something while you guys were talking and uh oh what oh oh god no no it was like it has to do with families and i'm very interested from all of you okay has there ever yes. been anything that as like growing up in your childhood, you felt like you missed out or like you didn't experience because it wasn't like something, I don't know, in your culture. So uh, a brown girl so, like, would do. This is like not even that. Yo, no, this is this is mine. Yeah, okay. This is mine. Mm-hmm. And I, I'll okay. start because I felt very strongly about this growing up. I've never been to summer camp, okay? My parents what? never oh my sent goodness. me to summer camp. I was camp. not expecting that either. <laughs> what? Yo, no, yeah. like, I know this is so minor, but, yo, like, okay, I, so it's, you know, my mom didn't work, so there was never a reason for me to go to summer camp because I always had a parent at home, and I just, I felt like I missed out, and also, like, the fact, like, some of them some summer camps and stuff like i know people used to go to the ones where you have like sleepovers and things like that was not that was not cool i would not be allowed to do that um as a kid kid so like i've never been to summer camp so when i watch things like the parent trap or like other like my white friends talk about their summer camp experience i'm like she wanted to find her long lost twin i know like i just what if i what if my soulmate was supposed to be in summer camp and like i never met them and then your mom took that away from you yeah but i felt like a lot of like brown like okay not brown but a lot of like my family members like my cousins and stuff like none of them went to summer camp because in our household it was very common that the mom was working at home like wasn't working it was very common Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. mom was a stay-at-home mom dad goes to work so there was never a reason for summer camp like why spend money when i'm i can babysit your bum at home so mm. it's mine i did not think that was I mean, yeah go ahead, me, go ahead no me neither i would never have guessed that yeah. but but for me one thing was like um that i wish i did we did was thanksgiving you never had Thanksgiving. Mm. no what? because because my family is like brown oh, brown yeah, like Jane brown. <laughs> yeah and it's also Jane like brown <laughs> it's also like i'm vegetarian so yeah, like thanksgiving is kind of so redundant yeah <laughs> no but like in my culture like we immigrated right so it was never like a thing to do yeah. it like i don't have i don't have that much family in canada so and i would always see like everyone would like go over to each other's houses and eat a lot of food and i thought it was super cute yeah and then like cartoons and stuff (laughs) like the berenstain bears they would have thanksgiving episodes right who did it but thanksgiving was one where i was like oh i wish we did that or like even um I guess if I'm thinking now, um, Easter, I never mm. really had Easter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Because, true. like, you know, we're not Christian and, like... They're eggs. <laughs> You're like... Yeah. 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 And, like, I never had the whole painting the eggs or, like, finding oh. them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Outside of school, like, I never did that either. Yeah, so same. Like, yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> oh, that makes me feel better now. I didn't miss out. Avani's <laughs> like, are you kidding me? I'm... I don't know what it's like to not have Thanksgiving and an Easter egg. It's like, <laughs> oh my gosh. No, it's just that my mom is super like, she loves to host. Yeah. So whatever holiday that was, even if it didn't apply to us, she just took, she took it and she rolled with it. And just, it was an excuse yeah. for her to See, cater. I feel like brown people's Thanksgiving is like Diwali, you know? <laughs> That's true. Like, Diwali's yeah. huge. Yeah. No, but, like, I, I can't really, you know, I don't want to say whitewash, even though I am whitewashed. I just want to <laughs> say that, here. like, my mom and my family specifically were one of those families that immigrated, yes, but my, my mom's family is actually, they were refugees, so they really take pride in being here, mm-hmm. and they wanted to assimilate, so that's part of the reason we had all those holidays, and also she just wanted to cook mm-hmm. everybody food yeah, that's and have I, everybody mm-hmm. rave about it. That's why but, I'm, like, a, a bit different, because, like, we came in, like, the 2000s and stuff, yeah. when, like, 
you know, it was like somewhat diverse and stuff. Yeah. So we didn't really care. Like the only thing we do is Christmas, really. Yeah. But, but that's about it. Yeah. But yeah, the only thing, I mean, not the only thing, there's a lot of other things, but <laughs> in terms of like, you know, this type of stuff is like sleepovers i'm pretty sure this oh my is god yeah applicable to everybody oh, shit. i didn't sleep over at, mind you i have my best friend i like um shout out to janelle if she's listening um <laughs> we've known each other since we were like 13 14 and i didn't get to sleep over to her house until i was 18 oh, and i only was able to sleep over at her house because like um my mom has a thing where you can't have a guy in the house if you sleep over uh-huh. And so me and my best friend are best friends because we both grew up with, like, mostly our moms around. Mm-hmm. So that was the only reason. But still, like, I was adult Yo, when I had this stuff. I have a comment about that. That was the same that. thing with me. I think what? I have a comment about that. I think it's so funny because, like, it wasn't that big of a deal for me. Like, I don't know. I just mm-hmm. didn't really go for sleepovers. Like, people would sleep over here same. sometimes. Yeah, But true. there is this yeah. implicit rule, I feel like, with a lot of my friends for example growing up like that you are not allowed to sleep over at someone's house if there is a male so even if their dad is home you're like no yeah, it's, so true. it's true nobody ever told me that but now that i look back on it like as a grown-up i'm like yeah. that's probably why because no, i don't I, see any other reason just, i just knew you know? no, my mom was explicit she's like this is why i'm not letting you but there. like i'm like, just like did they <laughs> was it like a thing like yo dads are like dads are creepy like no i i never understood she's it. just like she, I don't know. She was just... My mom is a very blunt woman. She just told me straight up, I don't want you anywhere where there is another male. Like, she to this day hated the fact that I have friends that are guys. I, I would never tell her if I was in a relationship. I'm sorry, mom, That's but I won't. So like, <laughs> I won't. She's gonna judge. All right, Judy, you go. What was your missed out Um, thing? I don't know if it was... Okay, I don't know if it was like a cultural thing or whatever, but my parents were always like really, really strict. Um, so, like, when I was in, like, the mm-hmm. seventh or eighth grade, I think I was, like, that's when, like, the whole, like, movie theater and, like, all that stuff was, like, oh, let's go to the movies, let's go over here. Like, yeah, like, like, actual outings, you know, where, like, my mom would have to drop me off and then pick me up and stuff, and, like, guys, like, you don't understand, I would go to my mom with so much excitement, I'd be like, dude, this time, I feel it, she's gonna say yes, like, I know it, bro, bro, I would go, guys i would go and i'd be like mom like you know and i would figure everything out you know i would make sure i know i like knew every single detail of what was going to be happening because i knew she would ask you know but bro i would go up to her and i'd be like mom like my friends and i wanted to go see this movie and just at the movie no no you cannot go i was like wait you didn't even hear me out what (laughs) and or they'll like bombard you with like thirty questions. Be like, who are you going like, with? Give me who the will be there? Names. What's the name the of the numbers of their yeah, parents? Yeah. Give me the meeting minutes. Yeah. So what kind of shoes are they wearing? Like, what's happening? Yeah. So. Yo, did someone yeah, just say? Yeah. Did someone just say meeting minutes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> but. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I think also I just wanted to add to the sleepover thing well I, like as I got older like 15 16 17 I obviously was not allowed out past dark it's just a thing and oh, same. yeah I think same. every most brown girls can relate to that but here's the thing I have a younger brother okay he's two years younger than me and when I was started going to the movies and hanging out with my friends like I was able to but I wasn't allowed to use the bus until I started commuting to UBC in my second year of university. Okay, alone, I wasn't allowed to use the bus. I could use it with friends. My brother, and also I wasn't allowed to go to the movies if it ended at like nine or 10. Oh, same, I was never allowed So when my brother was in high school and I was like in my first, second year, he would be at the movies till 11, 12 at night and I would go pick him up. I would go pick him up from places at the park at like midnight. And it, it would be fine with my mom. Like, as long as he's safe, you're driving him, it's fine. And I just, like, took it with a grain of salt. But now I'm thinking back at it, and I'm like, yo, man. Like, it's not even like I wanted to do those things specifically. It's just like, I want the option, you know? Seriously, man. 
I have a younger sister and like obviously it's not the same dynamic you know because we're both the same gender right but even then like she'll be out like till like 10 p.m on a weekday and I'm like wow see for them it's normal they're like that's yeah. a normal teenage yeah. thing I'm like no I didn't have it so you can't have it bro she's allowed to wear makeup to school like <laughs> I know just adding on to like the whole sister thing yeah I have a younger sister too and I swear the older ones take the hits, bro, so that they can run, okay? Like, literally. No, seriously. We walked so exactly, they could run. Exactly, exactly. My sister has, <laughs> I feel like because I was a good kid, and I, like, I follow the rules, okay, guys? I didn't play around. Same. I followed yeah. rules, and for yeah, what? Yeah, exactly. You did this for what? Like, what? Um, yeah, so, like, yo, my sister's been chilling. I mean, she's a good kid, too, and, you know, my parents trust her, but <laughs> I feel like I have, a, I have a big hand in that, so I get that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I've been dying to talk about, you know, since we're talking about little things that we didn't get to experience growing up brown, whatever, let's talk about things that were kind of taboo or things that you know, we're a little problematic for us growing up. And I think one thing we can start with is racism. And this is both this like... This is where all my relatives yeah. stop talking Oh my God. Like, <laughs> I'm dead. Oh my gosh. <laughs> racism or like even like colorism, just like all of that. I'm, I'm going to kind of talk yeah. about it together. And guys, it's going to be interesting because um, I feel like I'm a very... I don't know. I consider myself more darker skin, for example. Mm. Uh and then I feel like a new show Same. probably relates. And then we got Avani yep. and Juhi here who are like <laughs> not darker skin. So it's going to be kind of interesting, like our experience growing up. Because even if you yeah. are facing things like mm-hmm. from a racism perspective, even if it's like outside of your community, mm-hmm. I feel like there mm-hmm. are still different experiences based on oh, how sure. you look, yeah. right? For totally. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Who I mean, wants to start? Okay, where can, do you start? Where do you from? start? I can go first because I'm not going to have as deep of an experience, but I have, um, again, like stuff about my mom and all that. Yeah. But like, so I'll just say, like, I grew up light skinned because my father is very light skinned. However, I grew up with my mother's side of the family. And again, they immigrated from Fiji. And my great great grandparents are from india so we don't have like official roots to india because i don't we don't actually know i think rajasthan i'm not really sure Mm -hmm. we don't know but again like my grandfather is from south india so they're darker skinned and i grew up in that side of the family so i i've always been the fairest one Mm -hmm. and growing up i've always been like they have always Set, like especially my my aunts are like 15 years older than me like they're like 13 years younger than my mom so they've always been like oh you look like a chinese doll like stuff like oh that yeah no they from from the age of four they've always been like you're so lucky you have lighter skin mm-hmm. and like they've praised me in that way because they're darker skin so and my mom too also was like um when she married into my dad's family like my parents are divorced now but when she married into my dad's family um she was darker skinned and she was shunned because of that from my dad's family and because we were Fijian so I didn't face it like on the on the surface but because I grew up with my mom I understood from a very young age what it meant to have Mm -hmm. lighter and darker skin and also like I said earlier like I grew up in Wally and Wally was um I would I want to say 90% white I don't know if it's still like that because I grew up in elementary school Mm -hmm. there and we were a very small school. Like we graduated, I think, with like thirty grade sevens. It was very small, and so most of the kids there were white. Um, so I was the only brown girl in my school, actually, Dang. growing up. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure there were a few others as I got into like the older grades. But growing up, because of that, there were a few brown boys here and there, and I would get picked on from them, not because of like colorism, but because I was the only brown girl. And I would, that for them was like that's my target you know that makes no sense to me i don't know it's just like a natural because she looks like yeah you. like <laughs> what? what no bro like i but this goes into like bullying and all that stuff and that's like a different yeah, thing that's a whole other it's a whole other hole. thing but even from that age like like i started and this goes into like body hair and stuff i'm sure we'll talk about that later <laughs> is like i noticed from a young age even though it wasn't like darker it didn't matter to the white kids because i was still ethnic to them 
So to them, they saw that I had really thick black hair and like I to this day do my own eyebrows, but I swear to you, I would have a unibrow this today if I didn't start <laughs> I mean, waxing it and shaving it when I was 12. But I'm pretty sure that's every brown girl. But again, I only started doing that when I was like 10 because they would pick on me a lot and they'd be like, why do you have such thick hair? Mm-hmm. Why? Like get rid of it, right? Get rid of your No, hair. seriously, because I didn't Idiot. fit in with them. They're like, if you want to like- what? That's crazy. Because I don't know if this plays in because technically, like, I was lighter skinned. So, they're like, if you want to fit in with us, you have to not Cut look your hair. Not look Go brown. On. And I was like, okay. And for the longest time growing up, I went to my parents after school. I was, like, probably five or six. And I was like, I don't want to be Indian. I don't because yeah. I feel horrible. Like, I feel like garbage. And so, yeah, that's, like, my basic experience. Mm-hmm. There's other things. But, again, like... I know, especially as I'm getting older, like I, I don't want to say privilege. I just want to say that I definitely see the difference, and I know that there's mm-hmm. a huge difference because yeah, for even sure. In my family, I see like they praise the lighter skins, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, she's too dark. She's too this." And to my own mom, so I'm like, "What the heck?" Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. But again, I understand that. Like, I'm not gonna have the same experience yeah. as Anusha's had. Yeah. I uh, like 1,000% totally. understand that. Yeah. So segue. I have a question. <laughs> Whoever wants to go next? Well, yeah. Actually, for whom? Oh, for Ivani, just real quick. Yeah. Okay, so I've been seeing this trend. I saw this on TikTok recently. Okay, there's like a lot of girls that you like they're brown but they can pass as like something else so like they could pass as yeah like, greek or like mediterranean or something because of their like light skin lighter hair like lighter mm-hmm. eyes sometimes and i saw a tiktok and it was actually kind of interesting it was like a girl saying um like like you have to stop getting you have to stop being so I don't know, like, so, I, I don't remember the exact TikTok, but she was basically calling out people who get kind of, like, an ego boost over being told the fact Try that to they pass don't as look, European. Uh, like, that, yeah. they, that no, they don't totally look Indian that. is, like, a compliment. Like, oh, you really yeah. are Indian? Like, you could be yeah. Italian. Like, they thought, of, like, people yeah. tend to take that as a compliment by default. And she was basically being like, no, like, why are you saying that conforming to a more like eurocentric thing yeah. is like no a compliment. Yeah. like it's not mm-hmm. it's not an insult but it's just yeah but it's a backhanded compliment. it's a ba- yeah, yeah it's kind of like exactly. a but the thing is like a lot of people take it as a compliment like i grew up with so many girls yeah. in elementary school that didn't want to admit that their hair was black they would be like mm-hmm. no yeah. my hair is brown like you just i just have to be in the sun <laughs> i'm like honey my it, eyes are brown bruh, just look closer imagine look yeah, I'm like, honey, if you have to stand oh in the sun for me to see that your hair is brown it's not brown i'm sorry like why are yeah. you so <laughs> ashamed to admit that you have yeah more traditional like south asian features and features yeah anyways that's my little vent but i thought it would be kind of interesting to ask you like because mm-hmm. i'm sure like you have definitely probably gotten that comment like oh like i can't really tell what you are right and how yeah. you kind of felt mm-hmm. about yeah. i've been that. asked that so many times like yeah so where are you really from yeah or like you really Sorry, don't what look was the Indian question? at all like how did like have you ever passed as something have else? i ever have I ever tried to pass? Or no, like, has someone thought you weren't in Oh, I've never, you know? in a, like, never would I say, like, agree with someone if they assumed that I was not Indian. I've always made it clear mm-hmm. because growing up I had that experience and I was like, I don't want to not, I don't want to feel like garbage all the time. Mm-hmm. And I shouldn't mm-hmm. because, like, I, like, my mom is beautiful and dark-skinned women are beautiful. Hey. So, yeah, mm-hmm. no, everybody is, but it's just, like, I have been asked that a lot. Even literally, I go to Starbucks and um, even like on UBC campus, I was at a Starbucks and um, the lady taking my order asked me where I was from because I was paying with my meal plan. So she saw my name on my card Mm -hmm. and she was like, what kind of name is that? Like, you look Italian. I'm like, no, I'm Indian. Right. Mm -hmm. But and then she's like, you don't look Indian. I'm like, what do I look like then? But I What does that mean? So like, what do I say? (laughs) But I've gotten that so many times. And it's just like, you know, when I was younger, I would have taken it as a compliment. And I probably did on the Mm -hmm. inside. Mm -hmm. But nowadays, Mm -hmm. I just like make it clear. It hasn't happened to me recently. Mm -hmm. But if someone does say it in a way that's like, you look pretty for an Indian girl, like light skinned for an Indian, which I've definitely gotten that too. I always try to make it clear, like, yo, like all Indian women are beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like, come on. And I'm, you know, it's taken me a long time to be comfortable. And I'm not 100% comfortable because nobody is mm-hmm. in my own skin. 
but just because mm-hmm. I'm fair does not make me any more beautiful than someone who is darker. So my experience, if we're going all the way back to when I was like a child, I guess, mm-hmm. because um, for those of you that don't know, I didn't actually live in Vancouver my entire life. Like um, I was raised for a good chunk of my life in Winnipeg, which is predominantly like not brown. Um, I don't know if it's different now because I haven't been back in like a decade, but when I was growing up, like, I was one of the few brown kids. So when I moved to Surrey, I was like, there are people that look like me. Like, that was just a whole shock to me. But I remember being, like, young and, like, I always wanted, you know, like, the blonde Barbie with, yeah. like, blue eyes. And, like, I remember, like, distinctively telling my mom, I was like, I want blonde hair and I want blue eyes and I want fair skin because I was like, well, that's what's pretty right now. And, like... Right now. Yeah. It's in, right now. <laughs> it's in, you know? Um, so that was what happened. And, like, even now, as a grown woman, like, oh, my God, I'm going to get into trouble for this, but that's okay. <laughs> my grandmother throws so much shade towards dark-skinned women, and she is dark-skinned, which makes it... Yeah, yeah, which... <laughs> which makes it more crazy and like so for example one time I came home from uni for the weekend and she was there and she was like oh you've gotten so light and she said it in such a happy way too I was like do you not like me when I'm dark and tan and it took me a really really long time to get comfortable with my skin color like I feel like I really got comfortable when I was in high school um But before then, I used to just think, like, oh, like, no guys. Like, I used to think guys didn't find me attractive because I was brown. Um, And I used to just, like, always want it. Well, I never did, like, the skin lightening treatments or anything like that. Touch wood. Like, I'm glad I didn't Mm -hmm. do that. Um, But it was always kind of ingrained in me that the white girl would always be prettier, you know? Mine is, okay, mine's kind of like Avani's, like, in the sense that I feel privileged because I didn't actually have any of that. Like, I didn't have... Like, nobody was like, oh, like, you're too dark or, like, whatever. Um, because my, my skin tone is a bit, like, lighter as well. But also, like, while I didn't have that, um, you know, like, my my sister is a bit darker than I am. Um, and so I would hear a lot of, like... And, like, she's fine. Like, she, she handles it very well. But, like, I've definitely heard, like, people be like, oh, like you're not fair okay the word is fair okay guys like you're not Mm -hmm. fair or like whatever and and it wouldn't be from and it'd be like from randoms bro like not even people in our immediate family but just like you go to a gathering oh you look you look like you got a little darker you know like there's something wrong with it like what is the reason like are you serious you know that's what i'm saying right i was like first of all first of all no hi hello nothing Uh okay cool (laughs) second the first thing you go to is the color of my skin but it's like Like, we're all in the same boat together. Like, I just, I never understood it because it was like, okay, you're, literally your origins are the same, okay? Like, Mm -hmm. culturally, you are similar. What is the point of bringing up color, right? And so, while I had a really difficult time, like, sorry, while I had a really difficult time um, thinking about that, like, when I think about it now, and even as you guys were talking, I was like, you know, the reason I feel like we get so much of this from, like, people that we know is because they probably struggled with the same thing. Like, they probably had, from generations mm-hmm. before, people telling mm-hmm. them, you're too dark, you're too this, you know? So it's, like, it's just perpetuated. And so, like, there's mm-hmm. a part of me that actually doesn't even blame them because I'm, like, it was so probably engraved into your head that you felt it necessary as a protective mechanism for us to tell us, like, why aren't you this way? But they don't realize, like, that's, like, damaging and that it is okay to be one color or another. Like, there is no fault, Mm -hmm. right? So, I don't know. Like, when I think about it that way, like, I guess I feel like I can be more empathetic towards people who are speaking that. It is inherently wrong for sure. But Mm -hmm. I can understand how culturally you grew to believe that and to think that in that way, you know, which helps me reduce my anger, if that makes sense. Um, And feel like, okay, sure, like, I'll I'll hear you out, you know, what are you saying, right? Yeah, Um, I totally understand That's, like, been my biggest thing, honestly, like, trying to understand, like, where it's coming from, because when I can understand, like, where it's coming from, I feel like I can at least... Empathize. I can, like, Mm -hmm. try to, like, pave a pathway to, like, okay, like... 
okay, I get it, but it's wrong and yeah. hear me out why it's wrong, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we're pretty fortunate now that like, I mean, now I look in the mirror and I really could not, like, I really don't care <laughs> what my skin color is. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. Like, you can work with exactly. everything, you know? And I, um, what I was going to say when Juhi was talking was honestly, like, I've just never even understood in general making comments about someone or criticizing someone on something that they can't change like you're literally born into your skin color you're born with the features you have so it's like yeah exactly the the fact that people have made such an issue out of things that you literally cannot change and shouldn't even have to change is ridiculous but i think i think our sorry i just i think our generation is pretty good at it now where like we because this idea like the toxic like colorism mentality is something that has been passed down generation by generation and I think like with our generation is where it's starting to stop because we are a lot more accepting of ourselves and kind of like what Avani was saying like even just comments from someone who is dark darker skinned and you know passing on the idea that oh you're lucky that you're light that is what my mom says to me still to this day it's like even that adds on to that culture but the fact that we can all be at a point where we are comfortable and happy with how we look like and our skin and it's not just in western society i feel like even if you look back at like india sri lanka like people that are still living in south asia like they have become they have come a long way as well like our generation there so maybe this is where that mentality stops being passed forward it's like it's just gonna brown kids and 2070 like you got it you got it good 2070 <laughs> god if we live that long uh, yeah um, dude for real say, like honestly i say this all the time but the world would be so much simpler if people just learn to mind their business <laughs> yo like, yo you're not wrong, minding bro. business yeah, wrong. Just, oh my god just mind your business this is the perfect That's segue like- perfect segue Listen, at all the aunties at the aunties oh my god this is a juicy is. thing you know it is okay there, yes. there needs to be an entire episode yeah, on just auntie, auntie i know because we're already like an hour in yeah. like, you always um, guys okay so aunties i want we're gonna do a round robin oh here god. before we like real dive deep into this everyone has an auntie horror story or just like one auntie incident that pisses <laughs> them off horror story. and i know there's multiple but there has to be one that just absolutely infuriates you from your oh, girl man. Yo, i'm gonna do a reverse like rock it out so hard so i i have a story but it hasn't it doesn't have to do with me but it pissed me off okay, a lot that's fine so. that's okay you can share that so, too bro so i was at like um family friend's house you know like three or four other families there i'm gonna get in trouble for this too but that's okay (laughs) we're past that point yeah we're past that point they deserve to be called out for this um basically i was just chilling there with the aunties because none of my friends were there like no one there uh was my age Mm -hmm. and the aunties decided to be transphobic Uh. yeah yeah (laughs) and they were talking about caitlin jenner and how she was like kind of selfish for transitioning and they were like i have the same story really yeah yeah but basically what they were saying was that like oh like she left her whole family and they're crying because she's a woman now and i'm like so at least they said she yeah yeah. i mean i don't know if they said she i'd like to think they said she but and then, like, another auntie was like, you know, I believe it's all in their head. Yeah. Like, they're, they choose to transition to being a female because it's, like... Like, attention. In their... Yeah, like, pretty much that's what they were saying. And they were like, oh, being gay is just all in your head. It's not something you're born with. And I was just like, huh? I'm so... <laughs> what? Yeah. And, like, I have friends in the LGBTQ community, which makes me even more angry. Mm. I'm like... Mm-hmm. God, if they were here, I would literally like say it to their face. Honestly, That's so yeah, yeah, that is the that that wasn't personally directed towards me. I'm sure there have mm-hmm. been, but I can't think of any that were like super. So one time when I was in, okay, let's be real, brown. I'm just gonna get this out of the way. Brown kids have high ends down. One of the best glow ups. Okay you're really cute when you're a kid then you're usually ugly for a few years and then you go up and you're all good so 
I had that, except I was ugly for like seven years, okay? I was really cute oh, yeah. until I was about like five. Like, this is just <laughs> the truth. And then I was really ugly from like, yeah. the ages of five to 12, and then 12 onwards, I guess I'm decent. So, um, when I was like in my peak ugly phase, okay, as a kid, like this is when like my stash is growing out, my unibrow is coming, like my hair is poofy, like we <laughs> just, we don't know age. how to dress. <laughs> yeah, you know, like we just don't know how to dress. And so I remember I had a picture on my wall in my bedroom of myself as like a child, like young, maybe like four years old. And this auntie, we have like a family get together and she comes up to my room and she just looks of at Of course me. she Why does. Do that? Yeah, they all, all do yeah, that. I don't know. Like they just like need to like, we're you know what? play because they need to inspect your house like all rooms so that they can make comments. They can be like, yo, like this is how much their house is worth. Bruh, literally. Like, this is, like did you see that that gaudy um uh, they say the, the word, word gaudy, gaudy a lot. They're like that gaudy, like gaudy. They, do, they do. It's so tacky. So yeah, that's so gaudy. Yeah. But um, so, so she's like, I guess she's like just like investigating my house, right? She comes up and then she sees this. She looks at me, dead ass. She looks at the picture on the wall of when I was like four and like all cute, and she's like, "You were so cute back then. What happened? Stop. Why don't you look like that?" No. And I was like, Why you look dude. like that. No, like she, she literally that? said this, and I was the disrespect. It was bro. so traumatizing because, like, you know, we always like say that as a joke to our friends. Like, you're so cute. What happened? No, this yeah, was like legit. Like, happened? there was no joke. She was literally looking at a photo of me. Like, it was a blank face. Yeah, after, and then right? I went to yeah, the bathroom yeah. and I started crying, and I very, very, very oh. clearly remember this. Like, very clearly. Um, Yo, aunties are brown Karens, but worse. Yeah. Yo, I was just gonna say, I was gonna add in, is it just me or do brown people talk about your weight? Like, <laughs> there is no tomorrow. Yo, like, yes, yes. I remember I being agree. like eight and I was going through puberty, all right? Like, it's acceptable to be a little chunky when you're going through puberty. Or not eight, I think I was like 12. Yeah. And I, I was just going through puberty, and my aunt comes up to me and she was like, you need to lose some weight. And I was like, all right that's enough like for a, today this is how eating disorders start so recently i was at the temple a few weeks ago mm -hmm. and like an auntie was like oh anisha you lost so much weight and i was like yeah so <laughs> leave me alone Go me. Leave yeah, me alone, go for me. real. Okay, I don't know. Like, I don't have a specific one because I'm pretty sure I've just blocked it out so hard that I, I don't want <laughs> mm -hmm. to remember them because I just... Not most of my experiences, but a lot of them have been listening to homophobic comments and mm -hmm. listening to, you know, if anything is on the news. And, like, again, I don't want to bash my family because... We're past that. I know <laughs> we're past that, but, like, I still want to be their daughter, you know? Like, disowned but you know like there's uh... okay i'm just gonna do it i'm just gonna oh i'm just gonna do it because my mom's probably gonna listen to this anyway but all my friends know and my dad knows so it's fine but i play for both teams okay oh i did not and this. yeah nobody knows because it's not something that i like to disclose because yeah. it's nobody's business yeah. but it's like like, when, yeah, you discover something like this when you're so young, like, in your preteen years, like, I, I thought about it then, and then I, I, like, you know, I took time to really think, and I'm a very, like, introverted internal thinker, so I just, you know, it's something that's always been inside of me, but I've never felt the need to disclose it, because, one, unless it actually happened, I don't need to be open about it, mm -hmm. and two, you know, dating life is already so personal, it's already and kind of just taboo that, and just, like, it's already yeah. taboo yeah. in brown culture so yeah, why would i have sure. to announce that i can't even announce if i were dating a, a guy right now i wouldn't yeah. even announce that yeah so mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. unless i was marrying someone my family would not know mm -hmm. literally so that's that but like as i grew up you know i just and i don't even think my my mom knew this and like the rest of their family there's so many comments thrown thrown around especially by aunties but i just want to say like i love you mom but i've told you this before you need to you need to t take it back a little bit because I've warned you about turning into an auntie. Yeah. And, like, sometimes I hear her say yeah. things yeah. and I'm like, just take it back <laughs> a little bit. So, yeah. Because I don't want her to turn into that. And no. I know she's not that type don't of person. don't want our moms to be Karens. <laughs> so just stuff like that has been thrown around a lot. And, like, the same thing, like, transphobic comments. Yeah. Like, um, you know, somebody on my stepdad's side of the family said something like, I don't know why someone would do that to their body. It's just so, like, unnatural and it's a disgrace and stuff like that and then also like 
you know, people in my family would say things like, oh, it's okay. I'm so glad they're being who they are Mm -hmm. when they see people on TV or like in the news. Mm -hmm. But then I look and then they make comments about people in our family because you know how they gossip. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. like we have meetings at my grandma's house whenever we go there and they just like dish it out. So whenever that happens, they talk about people in our family who like maybe gay or maybe this. And then I just sit there listening and I'm like, I would never be able to say what I just said to you guys right now. And they wouldn't. Oh, I was just going to add on to that. Like, I have an aunt who stopped doing her makeup in front of her three-year-old son because he would copy her and want to do that. But we all know, like, reach. psychology has shown that kids just have, like, gender-bended activities when they're kids because Mm -hmm. they're exploring. And this is why I was so so strict with my mom because, like, my little brother and I used to play dress-up together Mm -hmm. when we were kids. And he's, like, straight Mm -hmm. as a line now, of course. (laughs) But, you know, that doesn't matter because when you're a kid, it doesn't matter. Like, I used to play trucks with him, and I used to paint his nails, too. And my mom would be there with us, and it wasn't wasn't a thing. And nowadays, sometimes she'll make comments – about some you know kids in our family who are like walking a certain mm-hmm. way or like you know they they're too feminine they're too th- mm-hmm. i'm like why does it he's six he's leave him alone leave him alone but like stuff like yeah. that really rubs me the wrong way because i have this thing about me again but mind your own mind business. your business so you know mom if you're hearing this for the first time like i don't really think it's a big deal yeah but <laughs> Anyway, it's not a big deal. It really isn't yeah. to me now because I've had so many years to become comfortable in that part of my identity. Mm-hmm. But in terms mm-hmm. of aunties, that is like probably because of my personal thing. It's the biggest thing that rubs me the wrong way. Um, for me, like it was, so I have two things. Okay. First I'll talk about, okay, I'll talk about this thing first. So I've always had like pretty bad acne scars. That's also like my fault in the <gasps> sense that I'm always picking up my face. <laughs> But um, I've had, like, pretty bad acne scars. I still have a lot of acne. Like, my face has just never been, like, fully cleared up. And I also don't wear makeup. And so, like, obviously, like, if I'm going out somewhere, like, I usually don't have anything on my face. So I've had many instances (laughs) where an auntie would be like, Beta, like, you're, like, so, you look so nice, but, like, you should Fix like do something yeah, about the you acne. Put, like, you know, some, like a turmeric on or, your like, face. Some aloe vera yeah, thing. or like some Yeah, or like something about literally they would be like, Yeah, like everything's fine. It's just the acne. Like you'd be so pretty unless like it wasn't for your acne. I was like, wait, I'm so confused. Yeah. Like, first of all, like you like mind your own business. But exactly. there was no mind need. Business. There was That's no like the need to like. This episode. No, <laughs> for business. real. Like there was no need to like bring any of that up, right? Yeah. Like there was yeah. like that was not beneficial. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't help me in any way. So I was always confused. I was like, I don't understand why. And it used to boil my blood, dude. I was like, why are you telling yeah. me this? Like I don't care, you know? Yeah. Um, also, you're going through and then, puberty. Yeah. Like what did they and, like, think okay. would happen, dude? I have a quick comment about yeah, that. Ahead. It's just like, yeah, yo. I swear, aunties, like, so many aunties, because, like, I struggle with acne and stuff, too, and, like, scarring. Like, so many aunties have pointed it out, and they'll be like, oh, like, that sucks. Or, like, have you tried this? Like, why don't you just do... I'm like, why yeah, are you pointing it yeah, out yeah. as if I don't see it on like, my face already? Why don't you wash already? your face? Yeah, I'm like, you think I don't wake up in the morning and I see the acne on my face, so you have to point it out? Yeah, like, bro. I'm, I'm not blind. I know that. it's there. It's like, this was something that Anusha brought up, like, earlier and i've definitely felt it so you know we brown females we i think each have our own type of mans that we kind of usually go for or like type of person we go for and so i'm just curious for all of you guys like have you ever felt at a point um you know when seeing like a group of guys right that you're attracted to that you wouldn't be their type because you're brown or like you're indian i feel like uh yeah no i think i you know it's crazy because i've actually felt that way with white boys like for some reason i I have felt like white guys would never yeah like i've just felt like white guys would never like be attracted to me and like i don't have any problems with that like that's cool whatever but i've (laughs) never felt like i don't know like i've always just been like oh yeah i don't think that they would ever think i'm like anything because like i don't know and i don't know what makes me think that way because i'm I'm so curious about it Mm-hmm. yeah and i don't and i genuinely don't know what it is but it just never clicks with mm-hmm. me and like i might be wrong like you know i don't know like whatever but so far like all that i felt like it has been 
that and it's been consistent mm-hmm. with that yeah. you know for me i attributed it to my skin color like i was like oh they never go mm-hmm. for like someone darker like if there oh no is a like white i definitely girl, did the same thing yeah, yeah if there is a white girl with blonde hair blue eyes they would pick her mm-hmm. that was my thinking yeah yeah, it's yeah also no like, same I, same, you know, same part of it I realized because I see the way my brother grew up and I'm like, okay, if my brother, my brother is darker skin than me and he's a brown boy and he grew up this privileged, I can only imagine what these white boys' moms are telling them about totally. about girls of different mm, skin color totally. growing up. True. So like part of me tries to empathize, yeah. not empathize, but like understand that maybe they think a certain way because of stereotypes yeah. built yeah. In them, into them. So that's, I also, but I also, that's the first thing I think is that a white guy is never going to like a brown girl or, Mm -hmm. or any other, or even if they do like them or or are in love with them, they're going to have that stereotype at the back of their mind. Mm -hmm. The the reason I bring this up is because I think it was really interesting from my experience at UBC in Brampton where there's a high South Asian population and like, it's very diverse. And Mm -hmm. I don't think Mm -hmm. you ever really consider, like, I don't think I ever thought oh like i'm not this person's type because i'm brown yeah Um, regardless if the boy was brown or not because like let's face it regardless if you're white brown or asian like there's a ton of brown girls and like we just it's like a very diverse community so it was never really a big deal yeah it's the same Mm -hmm. here people date evolve yeah yeah you're right you're right it's fine but when i went to uni that was a different story because in like yes vancouver obviously I don't know, at least, like, mm-hmm. my personal experience was that was the first time where I felt a little bit like a minority, uh, for once. No, it's true. Uh, Even from going from Surrey to Vancouver, I feel like I'm less less yeah. of a person just going yeah, to like you, th- you, There aren't that many, like, you know, like, brown kids there. Um, I mean, it's there's a decent amount, but I, I felt like, okay, if there was a brown boy... Um, it, sorry, if you were to walk into a party, like a frat house or something, right? Mm-hmm. The brown yeah. boys would be like, yo, easy target because she's brown. Like, she's going to like me. <laughs> and then, that, that has actually happened to me. Yeah, like, it's parties. just like a default. Like, they're like, okay, like, you're obviously going to like this. Yeah, you were there. But then the the white boys and, like, the Asian boys and, like, like every boy that was not brown would... I just assume, like, nah, like, they're not going to like me because... Like, he's not going to be he's interested. He's not going to be interested yeah. because the yeah. majority, yeah. like, it was just a fun... It would be like, oh, like, you're either a hot white girl or you're an ABG, which is... I cringe my Okay, I must say, ABGs are actually very sweet. Yeah. Aww. They're they so are. nice. I've never met a mean one. Honestly, they are, but it's just, like, really... It was just, like, a very weird phase because, like, I would not even try to, like, talk to people because I would just, yeah. like, default yeah. to, like, oh, I'm not their type. And it's fine. Yeah. Like, yeah. It is, but... It um, is what it is. No, but dude, I felt, I felt the same way, like, going to, like, like, going, like, for university and stuff, like, going from Brampton especially, I was like, dude, like, there is no way. I don't even think they noticed me. Yeah. Like, I'm just, like, camouflaging, like, you, felt, you know, with something yeah, else. Like, and, and the thing was, I've, I've given thought about, like, this kind of ties back to an earlier topic as well, but... Um, sometimes when you are ethnically, uh, ethnically ambiguous, like even if they don't have a thing for brown girls, like they'll come and talk to you, right? Because they're like, ooh, like who this? Like she, she looks exotic. Yeah. I can't really tell. But, Man, oh. but like for me, I hate that word. I know it's, but like this is like, literally this goes through some people's minds, right? But then like for me, I'm just like now like I'm very visibly brown. Like you can look at me. Listen, I could dye my Same. hair all I want. I could like <laughs> do anything I want. You're so brown, I'm still, yeah. I'm still. You're gonna look at me, and you will have no doubt that I'm like brown. So it was just like an mm-hmm, interesting mm-hmm. experience for me with boys, and just in terms of getting noticed. Did you guys ever have a a time where you felt like you were finally starting to connect with your culture and your, like, cultural background? Um, Because for context, like, I grew up pretty much very disconnected from my culture. I focused Mm -hmm. a lot on, like, the negatives that were part of brown culture and, like, a lot of things were things that we brought up today. And that used to just frustrate me. So I just wanted, like... And maybe it's also part of, like, a rebellious thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you want to be a little, like, you know, rebellious, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So I never... Yeah, like, I, I was very disconnected. I didn't care for it much. And I didn't really start appreciating the good things that come with yeah. brown culture and the beautiful side of it until I was... Maybe, like, a few years ago, honestly. Um, 
And it's also like that's an interesting question, yeah. actually. No, I I totally know what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, like, um, for me, I would say because I was born in India, I speak the language fluently. Mm-hmm. Um. And, like, my mom especially made it a point to keep our culture with us despite us being, you know, immigrants. Mm-hmm. So, for me, it was kind of more, like, subtle. Like, there were times where, like, I wouldn't really talk about my culture with my friends when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Where I wouldn't really say much about it. But now I've, I think I've grown to be more, like, open about it. But um, I definitely was very in tune with it. It's just... I wasn't comfortable telling people, mm-hmm. you know, and now I'll be like, oh, let's go like eat Indian food yeah. <laughs> and stuff with my friends. And they're like, yeah, we're down. And yeah, I think it's just like when you grow up, kids just start stop being evil mm-hmm. and are like, why does your food smell like they stop all that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, I think. Yeah, I think, like, with growing up, I just and learning more about the history and everything. I I just got more like you know, I embraced it more. Yes. Um, no. So I was also born in India and then immigrated when I was like three years old. Um, but yeah, in the beginning, I like one of the like fondest memories I have like growing up was that like we would have Garba every year. Garba, if you don't know, is like a little, little dance thing that we do, you know, every year for Navratri and stuff like that. So I swear, guys, I'd go to Garba and I'd be like, oh my God, I dread this. Like, I hate it. It's so boring. Da da da. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then I don't know what happened or what changed, but I just ended up really, really liking it. And I just started following my mom around when she would do it. And then from there, like, I just grew into really, really liking the culture and being like, I want to make sure that when I get older, like, that is integrated into, you know, my kids' lives if I end up having kids, like, or whatever, right? Like, it was, it definitely, there was definitely a shift between it being something that just existed to, being something that I made sure that I, you know, propagated or I, I like, you know, um, oh my God, I don't even know what the word is, but like, uh, not sent off, but like sent down, sent, I don't know. I don't know, but I don't know. Like it, it definitely started of, you know, I wasn't really cool with it to, to growing into really just, um, loving it and not wanting, as you said, like anything else. I was like, this is the best thing ever. And I can't believe that I had spent some of my, like time in life just like not liking it or being ashamed of it in any way, you know? So it's really cool to be like, to freely like accept, you know, what you grew into and um, everything that has to do with that. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> and oh, that was I so think nice. That, we can close out so yes coming on our thank you so today. much for joining us thank guys. you so much for having us feel very honored of i do our this debut topic. podcast appearance <laughs> honestly we could talk about yeah, this hey, forever like i, I know this could, we could actually have we could do a long. series on this so much all right guys well let's cue the outro